Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Josh Marshall Podcast. We have a special episode of the Josh Marshall Podcast because uh, about uh, two hours ago, a little more than two hours ago, maybe two and a half hours ago, we had news that Donald Trump had been indicted in Manhattan for, we think, things related to the uh, Stormy Stormy Daniels hush money case. I think that's pretty clear that that is at least part of what he has been indicted for. We don't know if it might go beyond that. Remember, the uh, that office has a pretty broad-ranging investigation into the Trump organization. Uh, there have been uh, press reports in the last uh, 36, 48 hours that the uh, attorneys in that office, prosecutors in that office, have been applying more pressure to Alan Weisselberg, the former uh, CFO of the Trump organization. So we don't know exactly what these indictments are. They are probably either the Stormy Daniels hush money case or, for lack of a better phrase, Stormy plus, we can put it that way. Uh, But we do know, at least uh, according to the reporting we have seen, that they're felonies or one felony. It's not a misdemeanor indictment. So we are going to uh, have a quick discussion Try to bring you up to date on 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 what has been reported so far, what it looks like to us, and just just to review because uh, we we're hoping to have this up this evening. Uh, there's no question that that former President Trump has been indicted. His his uh, his defense attorneys have confirmed that he has uh, discussed it online. So it has happened, and again. It's the indictment is currently under seal, so we don't know the precise details of what the charges are, what they relate to. There are reports that uh, he will surrender uh, in Manhattan sometime next week, and that's about what we know. So uh, let me uh, introduce our my uh, co-host, Kate Riga. What do you think? Oh my god! <laughs> so. Oh my, every part of this was crazy, right? Like I was up on the hill today, spent my day there, got home, was ready to, you know, type up my story and file it. And then about two hours after every member of Congress like fled the building for a two week recess, boom, here it comes, um, which is going to be pretty convenient for some members. But the thing that kind of uh, struck me upon these immediate reactions is that there is basically no equivocating among Republicans, you know, basically no, like, um, you know, we should withhold our judgment until we see the details of the indictment, rule of law. 
No. I mean, across the board, it's been Bragg is doing this for political purposes. This is disgusting. This is like a contorted version of justice. And that goes from Republicans like, you know, usual suspects like Jim Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Greene to, I guess, also usual suspect Kevin McCarthy to, you know, the adult in the room Republicans like Chuck Grassley. That is the statement that is coming out from everyone is just versions of this is a political witch hunt and is egregious and is a sign that our judiciary is withering on the vine. Yeah, I think the only and I didn't even see the I I didn't read the entire statement. The only statement I think that I have seen from a Republican uh, over these last couple hours, I believe is from Asa Hutchinson, the former governor of Arkansas, Mm -hmm. who I, I think gave again, I didn't Things have been moving pretty fast over the last couple hours. I wasn't able to read the entire statement, but seemed to be a statement of like, this is very serious. You don't do it lightly. I'm concerned. We've got to wait and see the facts. You know, sort of old school. Right. How you're supposed to how you're supposed to react before you have any idea what's going on. And to your point, it has been very striking that we don't I mean, you know, maybe Alvin Bragg is going to come out and it turns out that Donald Trump has been, you know, robbing banks over the last few months up and down the state of New York. And and there's videotape and all this. And that's, a, you know, we, we have no idea what the charges are. So it is impossible for us to know or to say preemptively that it's a total outrage. We don't even know what he's been been in, indicted for. But I think what you see, you know, the other thing that 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 caught my attention is uh, Glenn Youngkin. The oh, yeah. uh, incumbent governor of Virginia was out with again that sort of um, it's almost it's almost a script. Mm-hmm. It's an outrageous perversion of justice, and we're a third world country, and blah 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 blah. And he said exactly that thing. And I think what we know is that is that is the uh, you know when 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 you go to the when you go to the museum and they have a suggested donation, right? Of course, you got to give the donation. The suggested donation of ten dollars. The suggested donation to Donald Trump is that statement. If you don't give that statement, you are in trouble. You're looked at with suspicion. And I think we saw, you know, we saw this happen a week ago with Ron DeSantis, where he kind of said, "Yeah, it's not great," and George Soros, but like, I doing it with a porn star is not in my wheelhouse. And everybody's like, "Oh, portraying the big man." Right. And now DeSantis is back tonight reading from the script, making the suggested donation and saying, uh, you know, the state of Florida will not help in any extradition uh, requests, you know, if it should come to that. So someone was pretty thoroughly, uh, you know, smacked around for what he said last time for that, like, mealy mouthed attempt to kind of, uh, you know, have it both ways. And so he is now firmly back in lockstep with the Trump adulation movement. Yeah, absolutely. And that that really shows that as much as it is probably true that there are a lot of Republicans who would would really like it if Donald Trump would leave the political scene, you know, in their in their secret double secret heart of hearts, they would like to see it. Um, And they may, you know, say some things about January 6th. But this is where you really see the rubber meeting the road. Are you willing to say, hey, uh, it, it's this is a new thing. This is very serious, indicting a president. But we got to wait to see what what the de- no. If you want to be like, if, if unless you want to be persona non grata in the Republican Party, you've got to say the witch hunt. Let's let's get the, what are the the key points? Witch hunt, <laughs> Soros, uh, tearing the country apart. 
and uh, I can't even remember what the what maybe the, like oh, your third next. world country. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Banana third Republic. World country. Sure, sure. Banana Republic. Yeah, and that's and that's where we are. And um, you know, I do suspect uh, if if. Um, if, if things go kind of as planned and maybe he surrenders on Tuesday or something like that, I suspect we're going to know a little more about, about what these charges are before, you know, before then. Cause I think they, they, I'm sure they gotta, they don't have to, uh, they, um, you know, I think they tell him, you mm-hmm. know, he's got to know what he's pleading to. So he's going to know and he, he'll probably say or something like that. Yeah, but we'll exactly. know before then. Totally. I mean, as soon as this document's in the Trump camp, I feel like the leak is, you know, T minus 30 seconds away, essentially. Um, and, you know, so th- the other piece of this is obviously when Trump raised this for the first time a couple weeks ago, you know, said, I'm going to be arrested on Tuesday, the point was to rally the supporters, right? To, to get people out on the streets. So, That's a thing that we at TPM have been kind of observing all the various Trump wing nutty channels to see if they're putting out the call. Um, You know, you had like Seb Gorka go on Steve Bannon's show and call for people to, quote, peacefully protest. But there really hasn't been much of that at all. And trust me, I subjected myself to like 20 minutes of a coked out Donald Jr.'s, I'm sorry, hypothetically coked out uh, Donald Jr.'s live podcast where he did allegedly like a according to many people exactly coked and out we're not speculating we don't know. and we yes, can't we're confirm just we cannot um, confirm this and you know he he did a little section where he was like you know this makes Pol Pot look like a blah 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 and said you know you're next Republicans if you don't stand up against this but then pretty quickly moved right along to the other you know quote-unquote news of the day like you know pronoun use so it, it is kind of interesting because it ties into this greater tapestry of Trump lacking juice that he used to have that when this happened, you know, even like the most MTG of them are not calling for people to hit the streets, right? Yeah. You know, the other thing, and I, here's something I wonder about, you know, uh, there were those two or three days when each day it was the next day. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it was delayed a week. And then yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, perhaps the day before that, there were reports that seemed to be pretty, you know, multiply confirmed that in fact, the, the grand jury's off for a month. Mm-hmm. You know, they're on hiatus, they're working another case or something like that. So even not just it's not tomorrow, it's not even in April. And again, I think that was yesterday. So I don't know if that was like some sort of misdirection or bad reporting, although I think it was either the Times or Politico with like multiple sources and stuff like that, or something changed, right? Because it did it did sort of like wrong foot everybody that we certainly did. I, I, don't, I don't get the sense that any news organizations had kind of any kind of advanced word. It just sort of dropped out of, you know, the middle of nowhere. And I, I was actually, I was scheduled to uh, talk about the Dominion lawsuit on Ari Melber's show today (laughs) yeah exactly in the a block and i'm i and i'm i'm uh i you know i i I log in uh you know doing it remote log in 10 minutes early and i'm I'm going through twitter and i see this i see a tweet that says i wonder how they're i wonder how fox is going to spin this indictment and there's like a, a kind of a screen capture trump indicted and i'm like wait wait is that like is this a hoax? Is it like, is someone, is that really happened? So I figured out it happened. Um, 
so everybody's caught off guard. And I think I, I think Trump was too, because he was clearly, you know, uh, looking for the buildup and, and uh, you know, it's, it's uh, he, he, everybody's caught off guard. And I do, I'm very curious to find out again, was that misdirection? They just wanted to kind of, you know, stop the, the, um, you know, the, the, the people waiting outside the courtroom kind of thing, or was there a misunderstanding or did something happen? And again, I, we don't know. My best guess here is that this is some permutation of the Stormy Daniels hush money case, but there have been these other witnesses that have been, you know, a few other witnesses. They had uh, David Pecker, the former chief of the National Enquirer. And then yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, and I don't, I don't remember which news organization, there were a couple stories saying they're raising the heat on Alan Weisselberg. And, and this may end up being very significant. Another report saying he doesn't have the same lawyer anymore. He doesn't have the lawyer that the Trump organization was paying for. He's got someone else now. Now, that, if you're Trump, that's a big warning flag. Or maybe it's a warning flag that you already know something about. Because although he, I think he, I think he did this with, uh, with Michael Cohen, that like, that guy's taking the heat for you. He's over in Rikers, which is a really bad jail to spend time in. And he's like, you know, some guy in his 70s or something like that. You want to pay that guy's legal expenses. But it seems like he switched lawyers and he's no longer being represented by someone being paid for by Trump. Now, we don't know if he has flipped on Donald Trump, but that's the kind of change you would expect if he had. So it's possible that things happened over the last 48 hours that really did change things. That this, that this wasn't just a matter of that, like, you know, we didn't have the day right or someone or, or someone in the DA's office was kind of, you know, um, uh, punking everybody and saying it was going to be a month. Things may have changed. Yeah. So just I think the other piece of this to mention is that kind of throughout the Biden administration has been pretty careful to keep the president uh at a remove from this whole situation, you know, and I think it, it serves dual purposes. You, you don't want kind of the appearance of impropriety, right, of him kind of weighing in in any way. And then also, I think it serves the political purpose of you have Trump, you know, drowning in this legal morass while Biden is like barnstorming to talk about, you know, the infrastructure bill. Insulin prices. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, that continued tonight. Uh, I reached out to the White House and, you know, they declined to comment. So that posture has also, you know, continued in the background uh, while we're looking at this story through the lens of, you know, 2024 as much as anything else. And it's it, it it's an important point and it is appropriate. I mean, it's it's the White House's self-interest, as you say, is very is very clear cut. But it's also important. It's appropriate because. This is a crime that Donald Trump committed. He hasn't been convicted of it. It's a crime that Donald Trump committed back in 2016. It is a fairly tawdry and pedestrian crime. It, it isn't entitled to the president of the United States letting us know what he thinks. Totally. It's beneath him. It's not, this isn't, this isn't a, this isn't a policy statement. This is someone who the law is catching up with him. And it, it is, again, it's, it's beneath the president of the United States to kind of say, 
to have to say anything. This is just a kind of a, this is a criminal justice matter. People are getting indicted every, every day, right? It, it really is beneath him. So in addition to the, to the obvious self-interest of wanting, of not, not wanting to get pulled into the, you know, the tar pit there with, with Donald Trump, it's, it's appropriate too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, we've gotten a few reports that uh, as of now, the tra- the plan is for Trump to surrender early next week. Um, you know, I think I think we should take all kind of like timing reports with a little bit of a grain of salt at this point in the process. Um, but, you know, that's where we are now is, you know, we're going to wait until we can see the details of the indictment, see you know what the counts are, uh, what universe is this? is this kept to, right? Is this just Stormy Daniels? You know, have all those answers, all those questions answered. And then, you know, the next steps with the process, we've talked on the show before about part of what made this kind of a poor event to protest, to take to the streets with pitchforks over is that it's just going to be kind of a series of dry procedural uh, administrative little hearings um, and then a long, long protracted uh, trial and all the rest. So, you know, next is the arraignment. We'll see when that happens. Really, the big drama around that is will Trump surrender or will he, you know, do the whole you can take me kicking and screaming thing, which is funny because it's so Trump to at least be talking to people of like, I want the perp walk. I want them to see me. But like, no, he does not. This is we (laughs) always know this about Trump. He loves saying those kind of like tough guy stuff. But of course, he doesn't want to be indicted. This is something he's been worried about for years, ever since he started, you know, (laughs) doing some casual criminality earlier, (laughs) way pre-presidential run, you know. I was going to say that's really the issue. It goes it goes long before his 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 political career. And you know, with uh, what he's willing to do, is he going to go like full David Koresh down there and, you know, Mar-a-Lago <laughs> and say, you know, Ron, you got to send down the, the Florida National Guard to, you know, defend me down here. I really suspect, based on what we know about Donald Trump, that he will be simultaneously going on true social and talking about fires in the streets and the terrible destruction and and loss of life while simultaneously obediently going into the into the courthouse doing everything by the book i don't honestly i don't think it has it in that he has it in him to be like no come get me that's no that's that's not that's not gonna happen i mean who knows but like you know he wasn't there on january 6th and we have all that stuff but oh he tried to like he tried to like tackle strangle the guy (laughs) who's driving and do you know maybe but like if he wanted to be there, he could have gotten there, right? And he and 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 he wasn't. So I think that's how you know. I'm I'm sure I'm sure that um, he will try over the next few days to, you know, maybe maybe he'll say let's have a rally at Mar-a-Lago to kind of create some drama mm-hmm. and all his supporters, and and maybe he'll say people you know show up in New York and all that kind of stuff. But as you say, there's a certain this isn't like January 6th where kind of like there's this one thing if you stop it then all these other things will happen. You're going to you're going to delay him being arraigned. Like okay, like like whatever, we'll do it tomorrow, right? And then you've got the pre-trial meetings. Are you going to are you going to um, you know, kind of storm the truck that's bringing the documents for discovery? It gets pretty it gets pretty 
you know, procedural and kind of and 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 uh, not not low energy, but it's a lot of different, a lot of different, uh, fairly um, you know, undramatic, unexciting things happen before you actually get to a trial. Which who knows, you know, who knows when that'll be. But I will say this: I do suspect that just because humans are humans, um, I think this happening has made it has has taken away a little of the a little of the apprehension that other prosecutors inevitably will have about being the first because i think you see it now and you say like it's not surprising that he got indicted because he did commit a crime and you know night follows day right day follows night indictment follows crime not always you know, people, a lot of people skate for things, but I think it seems a little less strange now. Um, and, you know, I don't think this will be the last. Any other, any other final thoughts? Yeah, my final thought is uh, my favorite tweet that I've seen, which also aside, but, you know, we're all getting our, our blue checks yanked in a couple of days. I know. Uh, and it, this almost is kind of a fitting finale to Twitter, you know, before it like crumbles into parody accounts and just like a useless uh, morass. But my favorite tweet of the night was, while I'm not a fan of Donald Trump, it is chilling to realize that this could happen to any one of us after live tweeting 34 consecutive crimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I did say one, one of these politicians who said this kind of, it could be anybody, like kind of like it could be any of us who've had sex with Stormy Daniels and then <laughs> and then and then paid her a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred and thirty thousand dollars, not to talk about it to the National Enquirer. You know? Have They're you I haven't had God. sex with Stormy Daniels. I'm feel yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling invulnerable. So like, you know, <laughs> whatever. It's it it's uh it is what it is. And that is an important thing aside from my sort of blue humor about Stormy Daniels. Crimes get indicted. And this is not only this is Someone else has been indicted for this crime and they've been convicted and they've served a year in prison for these facts. So it is just not strange that the person who was more directly involved is also facing some kind of criminal accountability. Uh, listen, we're going to, you know, we just wanted to do a quick episode tonight to catch you up. Thank you for, uh, for, 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 for listening in. Depending on how the news unfolds over the next few days, we may do some some other kind of spot podcast. And let us know, you know, if you if you if you if you find these updates helpful, um, let us know. You know, shoot us an email at TPM. Let us know what you like. Uh, again, if you find them helpful, if you if uh, you know anything else that we can add that would be that would be help help uh, help us keep you caught up on what's happening. So I think that's about it for now. Kate, any, any other final thoughts? Is that it? Nope. Yep, I guess that's, that's all we got mm -hmm. until, uh, until next Wednesday or who knows, maybe until tomorrow. Uh, that's <laughs> all we got. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. The Josh Marshall podcast is hosted by me, TPM reporter, Kate Riga and TPM founder, editor in chief, Josh Marshall. The show is produced by Jackie Wilhelm. Thanks to Why Not Jansfeld for our podcast theme song. And thanks to all our TPM members who make this possible. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Listen.